0: Hello again, and welcome once more to 30 Below with Allie and Rick. I'm Allie. And I'm Rick. (laughs) And today we're discussing that 1996 holiday classic, Jingle All the Way. Mm
1: -hmm. That Minneapolis classic.
0: Yes, that whole Twin Cities classic.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, Starring, of course, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sinbad. Mm
1: -hmm. Yep.
0: Uh, What's this, a 17%? Yes,
1: 17%. So, well below our threshold. <laughs>
0: yep. Written by Randy Cornfield, which...
1: Did Randy Cornfield do anything else?
0: I do not know. Oh, okay. Uh, but more importantly, the director is... Uh, sorry, I just had this. Brian Levant.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: he is known for a lot of uh, christmas Or of uh, a lot of holiday, or family movies. That's the word I want. Family. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Specifically, he did Beethoven. Mm, Okay. that's a fun one. And The Flintstones. Okay. And, of course, The Flintstones in Viva Rock Vegas.
1: Oh, right. Yeah.
0: And, yes, he's also done such films as A Christmas Story 2. Which,
1: and other people have definitely seen. I have not seen a Christmas story too.
0: No, no one has. It's Daniel Stern redoing a Christmas story. I mean I feel like if anyone does watch it, it will be us and it will be for this.
1: Probably. yeah. Um, so if you want to hear us do that, let us know. And then we'll know that you actually listen to this podcast because <laughs> I don't know that anyone is.
0: <laughs> I'm having fun making it, though.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely.
0: All right, so we start out with Turbo Man.
1: Oh, We're yeah. Watching Turbo
0: Man on TV. Yeah. And it's like, you know how in movies they always do that thing where they have a theatrical production? And it's like, this is supposed to be a low budget school play, right. but it's actually like. Yeah. This cost $40,000 right. to produce. Yeah. I felt like that was somehow reversed where the quality of this film representation of a TV show was too cheap.
1: Oh, yeah. I wholeheartedly agree. I was watching this and I was like, is it supposed to look this low budget? Because this does not
0: look... And clearly Turbo Man is like ripping off Power Rangers mm-hmm. and he's like supposed to be the big mm-hmm. toy or whatever. Yep. And... Power Rangers, notoriously, very cheap to make because they just buy footage from Japanese shows that are already filmed and have American actors speak over it, and then they film the some other scenes just to fill in some story stuff. All the action stuff is recorded from Japan.
1: I did not know that. Yeah,
0: it's called Super Sentai. It's a whole thing, but...
1: Well, okay then. I had no idea. It's why the
0: Power Rangers change their zords so often, because at a certain point they run out of footage for one series, and they're like, oh, we ran out of all the dinos, time to use the frog and the, like, the white tiger, like, the white Power Ranger doesn't exist with the dinosaurs, which is why he has a lion and everyone else has, like, dinosaurs.
1: And this was allowed?
0: Yeah, because they just bought the rights to... Oh, they bought.
1: Okay, yeah. so what? they weren't stealing it. Okay.
0: Yes. Anyway, uh, we are watching this happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're setting up a bunch of stuff that we're going to redo at the end of the movie in painful fashion.
1: Oh, uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> and we see little baby Jake Lloyd watching it, and he's so excited. And we go and we meet our... I don't want to say hero, so no, I'll say... No, he's not a hero. Protagonist.
1: Yeah, protagonist.
0: Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, who mm. has a name, but it's probably supposed to be Arnold.
1: Yeah. Technically, it's Howard, but we're probably going to keep saying Arnold.
0: Yes. Uh, he is a bed
1: salesman? I don't know. I just knew that he was some kind of salesman.
0: His job is tables.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and as... their
1: christmas party looks not fun no. by the way their whole like downstairs like it's supposed to look like hopping and everything but then they do like this bird's eye view kind of thing and you're like oh that's sad
0: and he's making all these he's wheeling and dealing and making all these phone calls and arnold schwarzenegger i'm sure when he speaks austrian very fluent, easy to understand. His accent does not make him very easy to understand on a phone call.
1: Well, I just wrote that it's Big Tommy was so energy when he says you're my number one customer.
0: <laughs> yes, but he does say it to everyone, so it's a bit.
1: Yes, yes, that is true. It is a bit.
0: Uh, and he is running late for his son's karate thing.
1: Yep, because he is a terrible father. He's
0: so obsessed with work. Um, we go to the karate event, and we see National Treasure uh, Rita Wilson mm-hmm,
1: and mm-hmm, also mm-hmm.
0: National Treasure Phil Hartman,
1: mm-hmm.
0: who is surrounded by what I could only describe as a harem of housewives.
1: Yeah, they're all like, oh, Ted, you need to come over and fix... Whatever. The light bulb or something like oh, that. Oh, I've
0: got just the part for that.
1: And he also seems, like, annoyed with them, too. Which doesn't really, I don't know, set you up for the kind of character that he is. Like, I, I got the idea or the feeling that he didn't want all this attention. But, like, clearly he was enjoying it. What I like,
0: like about Phil Hartman in this movie is that He is the most accurately Minnesotan character in it, because he is smiling and happy the whole time, but everything he says is secretly an attack. Yeah. Like, he's the only Mm -hmm. thing in this movie that feels Minnesotan.
1: Okay. Which... I get that. Mm -hmm. Uh, For
0: those who may not know, somehow, uh, we...
1: uh... (laughs) Right, because we have listeners outside. Well, we We might have listeners in South Dakota or (laughs) Wisconsin.
0: But uh, Allie and I do live in Minneapolis, Mm -hmm. and this film takes place in a vague idea of what the Twin Cities area is.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't say it's vague. I think it's pretty... Well established that it's Minneapolis?
0: Well established that it's the Twin Cities. Yeah. Uh but it's very vague as to where things actually are. And all the police are not the Minneapolis and Saint Paul police or Rosedale police Roseville police or Mm. Bloomington police. Everything Mm. is just the T C P D, the Twin City Police Department. Oh,
1: I didn't see that.
0: Yeah, which is why that one cop shows up in downtown St. Paul and downtown Minneapolis. Uh, and I mean, yeah, he's everywhere.
1: Gotcha. Okay.
0: Anyway, uh bah, bah, bah. cop pulls over or Arnold Schwarzenegger pulls the classic move of haha, I have discovered a new lane as he's trying to find mm-hmm. a way to get to Jamie.
1: Yeah. So innovative creating his own lane.
0: Yeah, and Mm -hmm. a cop decides to have a power trip on this obvious immigrant. Uh, Seriously.
1: (laughs) On this obvious immigrant.
0: Yeah, uh, and then he shows up, and he's too late. He missed it.
1: Well, he got a speeding ticket, and he was like, Oh, I'm on my way to karate. And the cop is like, I don't care. Um, So, yeah, gives him a speeding ticket. He shows up to karate. Um, and he shows up in this like empty building, and he says to himself, "Oh no, I missed it! Like, yep. obviously you missed it. You you don't need." Like to I say wasn't that watching at that
0: exact moment because I was distracted by two adorable cats, but I. In my mind, there's someone sweeping up confetti or something as he walks in. I don't think that actually happened, I but I feel like it should is. have.
1: I think he's the only person in there and he's like talking to himself being like, oh, I missed it. So
0: I guess he just managed to get into an empty school, uh, gymnasium. Like you
1: do. Like you do. Schools aren't locked,
0: but yes, he goes home to apologize to his son,
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: Jake Lloyd, who is about six months older than I am. So I am Jake not
1: Lloyd, and I can't. He think is of who that is.
0: He is uh, Anakin Skywalker in Star Wars Episode One.
1: That means nothing to me, you know. I he haven't is seen also
0: that. in. Uh, I'm trying to think off the top of my head anything else he was this in. This
1: guy does not look like anyone You'd have, have to ever look seen. at him as a
0: child actor. That's the only thing you would recognize him from.
1: Okay. All these Star Wars ones. Yes. Yeah, I want to say
0: potentially like secondhand lions. I'm going to
1: safely say that, that, that I... Was that was Osment. Haley Joel Osment. Yeah. Haley Joel Osment. Yeah, no, I have not seen this person in anything else.
0: Yes, and I'm just... I'm just going to say it. He's about six months older than me, and I'm not bitter at all that I wasn't cast in this role.
1: You were in South Dakota.
0: Yes, and he was in California.
1: <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Uh, he goes up to apologize, and I just want to a note here that his room is weirdly very big on marvel comics characters mm. which you think he's all about turbo man you think he'd have like at least turbo man bed sheets or like a poster or well, something
1: turbo man he did have some turbo man paraphernalia i think he had like a poster or something
0: but he literally has captain america painted on his wall yep. he has a hulk mask he yep. has avengers bed sheets oh
1: i thought it was a frankenstein mask
0: <laughs> <laughs> understandable but This is normal because this was filmed in, like, 95, 96, Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that's when Marvel was going through bankruptcy, so, like, no one was a Marvel fan in 1994. Oh, see. Outside of the X-Men cartoon, which everyone loves.
1: All right. Well, there you go. Some history for you.
0: Anyway, uh, Arnold does some karate and...
1: And almost kicks his kid in the face.
0: Yep, as you do. Uh, and he's like, you know what? I'm going to make this right. I'm going to make sure that Santa brings you what you want. And what he wants is a turbo man.
1: Okay. But I wrote down, like he asks like what he can do to make up for missing his karate class or presentation or whatever. And he's like, is there a Christmas present that you really wanted? And it's like, You were already supposed to get this kid the Christmas present that he wanted. Getting your kid a Christmas present doesn't make up for the fact that you missed their karate class, which they obviously really wanted you to go to. And you were busy at work, which is a terrible excuse. Conversation
0: about, I made it to the yellow belt. He's like, but you missed the blue belt. Yeah. So clearly they've had a...
1: The purple belt is one away from green, which is three away from black. Like, yeah, it's just... But yeah, I. this whole thing doesn't make up for the fact that he is not a good parent. Because nope. he does not show up when, you know, he says he's going to.
0: Yes, and obviously... He's supposed to be bad at the start so that he can grow and change, but it's very annoying how bad of a dad he's he is.
1: He's a very bad father.
0: And he's also a bad husband because Rita Wilson, National husband. Treasure, asked him to purchase this Turbo Man doll weeks, if not weeks months ago. Weeks, if
1: not months ago. hmm
0: And so historical note, this also came out the year of Tickle Me Elmo. So it kind of yeah. predicted that craze. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the it was based off of, like, Cabbage Patch Kids or something. Like, this idea of this toy that everyone wanted. But, yes, we actually saw it somewhat in real life with Tickle Me Elmo, where everyone wanted that toy. Yep. But, oh no, he doesn't have it. So, first thing in the morning, he has to go, and he has to go and buy that Turbo Man doll. And we are currently experiencing immediate post daylight saving switch, uh, mm-hmm. depression mm-hmm. because it's like, ah, uh, I wake up and it's dark and I come home and it's dark. Mm-hmm. And again, this movie is supposed to take place on December 24th in Minneapolis and the surrounding area.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It is bright as it's ever been in Minneapolis when he walks to his car
1: ah, that's... and
0: it's supposed to be like seven, eight a.m.
1: I mean, to be fair, this morning, it was, like, pretty bright at 7 a.m. Yes. But this is in winter. This is in, like, December. Yes,
0: it's not two days after the solstice.
1: Yeah, that's true. Um, and then we have Ted, who is... Well, Phil Hartman, a.k.a. Ted... Um, who has a reindeer outside just to surprise his son, which I don't know why his son wants a reindeer. Because um,
0: it's Christmas and everyone wants that classic wants a Christmas reindeer pet in reindeer, their reindeer yard. that your pet on Christmas like, Eve.
1: And it's, it, I mean, he says it's not an aggressive reindeer, but it seems like pretty aggressive. It hates um, Arnold
0: specifically, it but does, it's fine around literally everyone else.
1: Well, I mean and Ted is even like yanking it by the leash like he is not a nice person. Um but he says that after Christmas he is going to let it loose with all the deer around Lake Minnetonka which like bring it back to where you got it. Like yeah. what why would you just let it loose around Lake Minnetonka? And also like, do you have to
0: buy a reindeer instead of renting a reindeer?
1: I was under the impression that he rented it, but, like, he must have, I don't know, because he doesn't intend on returning it to where he got it.
0: And also, you can't let a reindeer loose near a family of deer. No. Those are going to be white-tailed deer. Yeah. This is a different thing. This animal is not different native mm-hmm. to the area. No.
1: Mm-mm. No. <sighs> yeah, so uh, don't let your reindeer loose around Lake Minnetonka.
0: Uh, shouldn't it point out it tries to bite Arnold.
1: It does try and to bite Arnold. Got
0: some nice animatronic work,
1: and it like growls and stuff, which yes. I don't think reindeer make those sounds. But okay. Um. So he
0: goes off to buy the Turbo Man. He
1: does go off to buy the Turbo I'm not gonna do a good. Arnold impression. No one does a so... good Arnold. I mean, but yours, everyone, yours is
0: okay. Everyone does a fun Arnold, and that's the important thing.
1: Uh, well, I hope mine is fun.
0: So, sat some sta- uh, pedantic Twin Cities geography segment one. They clearly live in what I'm going to say is a uh, It Feels very uh, southwest suburbs e.
1: I guess I can see that.
0: Especially because he mentions that he's seen a family deer ne- near Lake Minnetonka, so. You know, sort of a Dino wyzetta area. Or Minnetonka. Yeah, or Minnetonka. And then he goes and he shops for toys at a toy store in downtown St. Paul. Mm Mm-hmm. Which, you got so many Targets that you've passed along the way. Yeah. And he doesn't go to any Targets to check for toys. He just goes to toy stores.
1: I suppose. I haven't... I mean, it was quite a while ago, so I'm not really sure how many targets there were around. Like, I know like there must've been like children's palace or something like that. Yes, it
0: was the mid nineties. So maybe toys, toys R Us. was big mm-hmm. and KB toys was still around. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There were a
0: lot more specialized stores because Walmart hadn't killed them all. And then Amazon <laughs> hadn't stomped on their grave.
1: Yeah. Ugh. Um, so yeah, but there were other toy stores. Yes. Um, Yes.
0: And here's where he finally meets up with Sinbad. It's
1: outside a very the very crowded toy store. Everybody's like gathering around. Um, and Sinbad is talking very loudly. Um he
0: is sin batting it up.
1: He is sin batting it up. Everyone is very big in this movie. Everyone is very theatrical, very cartoonish.
0: Which I'll say that everyone is matching the same energy, so it's okay in that That's, respect. It's yes. not like there's one person doing yeah, it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that is true. Mhm. Um so, Sinbad assaults a lady. Yes. Uh,
0: by assaults, you mean he strangles a yes. random passerby in the throes of the story he's telling. Yes. yeah, He gets kind of lost in like, the
1: story he's telling and just starts strangling a lady in the middle of the crowd and nothing really comes of that. No,
0: he's just like, oops, and everyone's like, well, that happened. I mean, it's Christmas Eve. What are you going to do?
1: Yeah. What are you going to do?
0: Tis the season.
1: Yep. Um, So they get into this toy store, and they see that all of the Turbo men are sold out.
0: Plenty of Boosters.
1: Plenty of Boosters. Everybody hates Booster. I don't know why. Like, Booster is a pink tiger. He's cool.
0: He's clearly supposed to be a Snarf, Uh which Snarf is the annoying character on He-Man. Oh. Like, every cartoon has a character that's supposed to appeal to be kids and be the funny character uh power rangers had alpha except I, alpha I was funny
1: rangers
0: nope you are not alpha ringing five.
1: any bells <laughs>
0: <laughs> just a little robot with a giant ufo head had a red body with a lightning bolt on it always went ay caramba uh
1: okay okay yes all right yeah, that that is resonating. Alright. Which if
0: you want to talk about spot-on pressure, that is a spot on Alpha <laughs> 5 <F5> impression.
1: <laughs> Rangers! Oh my god. Okay, um, so they see that Turboman is sold out, except for there's plenty of boosters, which doesn't count as Turbomen um and Chris Parnell Woo! is there as little a, baby Chris Parnell as a worker at the toy store and he starts laughing because Arnold is like do you have any turbo men and he's like <laughs> And then he talk and then he like laughs to his other his co-worker and he's like <laughs> he wants to know if we have any turbo men. and Arnold is like what's so funny. That's a terrible impression. I'm Which, sorry. This
0: is the start of a trend in this movie where no one recognizes the fact that Arnold Schwarzenegger is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like they are mocking a 6'5 bodybuilder to his face. Like, everyone in this movie treats him like he is laughable, even though he could crush anyone.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Which then, he follows that up, he picks up the two, Mm -hmm. uh, toy store workers. He picks Mm -hmm. up two grown men Mm -hmm. and holds them up by the, their shirts and threatens them. And Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, right, he is a giant man that you were just laughing at his face. Yes.
1: Um... My, what I was going for was that Arnold and Sinbad both were like, why are they laughing? We're only asking for this doll that has clearly sold out everywhere. And like, it's, it's obvious, like they don't have any turbo men. And it's ridiculous that you would go to that store and expect there to be a turbo man.
0: Yep. And also it's. Throughout this movie, they keep calling it a doll, which I'm not getting into all, whole, oh, it's not a doll, it's an action that's figure. It's an
1: action figure.
0: But the word doll feels like it applies to a specific thing, and why wouldn't you say toy? Yeah. It feels like the generic toy fits much better.
1: Yeah, that's true. Hmm.
0: But they're just, ah, trying to find this doll.
1: Trying to find... Did you get the D-O-L-L? Yeah. Yeah,
0: he spells out a word so that his... Seven-year-old, six or seven-year-old child doesn't know what it is. Because like, apparently
1: he can't spell "doll" at seven years old.
0: Yep, yeah, I guess.
1: Um... I was able
0: to read upside down when I was five, but like, okay, they cast Jake Lloyd. <laughs> and uh, Sinbad pushes Arnold and manages to start. They find out that there is a woman who was wearing a fur hat who had one on layaway and she just picked it up. So, they're going to try and race to find her so they can try and buy it from her. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sinbad pushes Arnold and gets a head start. And then Arnold is on the ground next to a child playing with an RC car in the toy store because that's a thing that happens where they just let you use the toys I mean, in some, the toy store. Sometimes
1: they do. I
0: feel like with... I've seen places where they will have like a certain area where they're like, there's oh, some, yeah. like a penned in area where mm. you can try some of the toys. Mm. They don't just let you sit down in the aisles and drive an RC car wherever you want, especially on Christmas Eve when they have a hundred people all swarming in.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. Um, there's a real cool version of Jingle Be- Jingle Bells, which um, talks about some kind of Chevrolet Um, and I just wrote down, it's your fault, Arnold. (laughs) I wrote that down a lot during this.
0: He is to blame for many of the bad things that happened to him. All
1: of this is his fault. Um, and he's like so mad about everything that's happening to him. And it's like, well, if you would have gotten the toy when your wife asked you to, then none of this would have happened. You would have just...
0: I've been busy during November, December, Mm. I've had trouble finding time to go shopping. Right. I've never waited until December 24th to go shopping.
1: Yeah. It might have been December 23rd that this started, but, like, still, you really haven't gotten your kid. And also,
0: I don't have a child who is six years old, and Christmas is, like, the best day of the year.
1: Right. Yeah. And clear, I mean, he must make enough money. Like they have a nice house and everything. And he's yeah, he's got a job
0: in tables. Yeah,
1: he's got a job in tables. Like he seems successful. He's got so many number one customers. Like he should have enough money to just like, you know, be able to go to the store on the weekend and like get the toy.
0: If only this movie took place two years later, he could have just eBayed it.
1: Yeah. Oh well. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so we cut to Phil Hartman, who's he's hanging out at Arnold's house for some reason and, mm-hmm. uh, Reed Wilson's bacon cookies. Mm-hmm. And Phil Harmon's like, let me tell you, I'm, I'll watch the kids. I'll bake the cookies. You go take a shower like you do at right. 1030 in the morning. Right. on Right. Especially
1: with some weird neighbor guy and two children. Yeah. Like, who
0: are arguing about who gets to be power man.
1: Yeah. It's, turbo man
0: yeah
1: is power man oh sorry
0: turbo man oh okay power man is a comic book character
1: okay gotcha
0: i know there's probably four comic book characters named power man honestly
1: i know there's power girl
0: oh these cookies your wife's cookies are amazing
1: so he is on the phone with arnold because arnold is at a payphone Um, and talking to Phil Hartman, who answered the phone, because Liz was in the shower. Um, and he's, like, eating Liz's cookies, and he's like, oh, these are so amazing. And he's like, oh, put my wife on the phone. And he's like, oh, these cookies.
0: Don't eat my wife's cookies. Yeah. Put my wife's cookies down.
1: (laughs) Uh, so, yeah, they kind of banter back and forth um obviously phil hartman does not put her on the phone
0: yep there's a little bit of a montage which i think was slightly before that where we just see he, the word toys a lot and empty toy shelves mm-hmm. uh he punches a <clears throat> turbo man standee
1: he does oh that's when i wrote this is your fault
0: yes he punches a turbo man standee which falls back and then springs back up and yep. hits him again
1: Yep. And it's like, you can't get mad about this. Like, this is all on you, dude.
0: And he happens to be standing next to, or on the street, and someone runs by and is like, ah, I heard they got some turbo, a late shipment of turbo men at this one toy store. And so Sinbad happens to be there because there are only five people in all the Twin Cities. (laughs) And so Sinbad starts trying to race towards the toy store to get a turbo man, mm-hmm. Arnold goes, but he hits reverse and reverses too fast and hits a a motorcycle, and it turns out to be a cop's motorcycle. Mm-hmm. And it's not just a cop's motorcycle, it's the very cop that he was mouthing off to the previous night.
1: When he got the speeding ticket to on the way to Jamie's karate class. Also, Sinbad is a worker of the USPS.
0: Yes, he is a postman.
1: Yes, I Um, don't know if we said that.
0: We haven't yet, but that becomes very important at the end of the second act.
1: Yeah, but also, like, doesn't he, like, I, I mean, obviously people have, you know, days off, but does the USPS have...
0: I am... 90% 90% certain that there's no mail service on Christmas Eve. Okay. Uh, definitely none on Christmas Day. Yeah. But I feel like there's none on Christmas Eve. Uh, and on top of that, either he is supposed to be delivering stuff mm-hmm. and is spending all day not delivering packages. Or he's taking he the mail is, truck. <laughs> because he is carrying a bag of mail with him this right. entire movie.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. And driving a mail truck.
0: Or... He decided to put on his uniform, carry a bag of mail around, and drive a mail truck on his day off. Yeah. So, either way, he's a terrible employee. Right, yes. Mm -hmm. And also, this was the mid-90s. A postman had performed a mass murder. I believe he was the sniper in Texas, was the postman, which is where I, they're like, ah, don't go postal on me. I, oh, I didn't, was,
1: I didn't know that's where that originated. Yes,
0: this idea of postmen were all just one bad day away from going on a rampage. Yeah. was very popular in the early to mid-90s. Hmm.
1: I did not know that.
0: Yeah. Anyway, uh, they find out there's... So they head over, and we see the Mall of America. And they mm-hmm. literally show Mall of America, because we want you to know where it is. Yep. And so now we're in Bloomington.
1: Mm-hmm
0: and they're doing like
1: a lottery with um, they're like
0: okay we're gonna hand everyone a bouncy ball because obviously that's what we're gonna do we have these pre-marked bouncy balls so it works out right and everyone grabs everyone can grab one and then we'll draw names and it'll be nice and fair for everyone Mm -hmm. but everyone starts rushing to try and get a bouncy ball Mm -hmm. so the employees are like I'm not paid enough for this. It's 1995. I'm getting like $4.25 an hour. Mm-hmm. And they just throw the bouncy balls into the air and let everyone handle it.
1: Well, also, this movie is extremely violent. Yes. Like, there are people punching each other and kicking each other and tackling each other and strangling each other constantly and like hitting each other. Like, this. Is supposed to be like a kid's movie, but there is so much violence in this yeah, movie. And
0: it's like, it doesn't work with Arnold and Sinbad because they seem too. The violence seems too plausible from them. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you see Arnold Schwarzenegger and he's very good at selling being an action guy.
1: Right, so, yeah.
0: Like, it's like, yeah, I believe that he is willing to fight someone. Mm -hmm. So when he gets into these fights and these altercations, it just feels scary instead of funny. Yeah, right. And Sinbad, A, he's a tall guy. He's, like, taller than Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm. And he has... He's very loud and very in-your-face. Like, that's his whole thing. He's Mm -hmm. very aggressive. Mm -hmm. So he, too feels very all-too-real when he Mm. starts fighting people.
1: Also, like, people get trampled and stuff for this toy, and, like, that actually happens. Like, people get really hurt by this kind of thing. People
0: have died on Black Fridays Mm -hmm. getting trampled.
1: Oh, yeah. So, like, the fact that they're playing this off comedically, like, I don't know, having (laughs) lived for a while after this and seeing, like what Black Friday can really, like, the danger that that can really impose. It's just kind of like, you know? Yep, it's the
0: fun side of capitalism.
1: Yeah, ooh, capitalism.
0: And so the balls go flying everywhere, and literally 12 of them hit Arnold right away, and he can't catch a single one. Yeah. And then... There are more balls than people here, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but there's a everyone's lot of them. Fighting each other trying to get them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Sinbad steals the one that Arnold manages to grab. Right. So he points at him as like, he has to! He has to get him! And then five people jump on Sinbad.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, and he drops the ball. So now Arnold's chasing this bouncy ball through the Mall of America. It's just
1: bouncing all around the place. Ends up at this... Or in this uh, little girl girl's, um, like, stroller, so, I guess.
0: Just going to do another brief pedantic uh, geography thing. So it bounces... And it goes through Legoland, which is located on the yes. ground floor of the Mall of America, and then somehow managed to get back up to the second floor, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: where it then slides under a railing and lands in a girl's uh, stroller, mm-hmm.
1: uh,
0: and the child then like is just playing with a ball because they found a bouncy ball, right? Uh, and then he takes the elevator down back to the first floor. Mm-hmm. Goes into the play area, and is chasing this child around, trying to get the ball back. Mm-hmm. Ends up in a ball pit. It's like I'll give you this red shiny ball. Let do you he want is, to trade?
1: He is a very large human. Like what yes. kind of worker would allow him to go into this playground area where all these children are, like going through the tubes and everything? I.
0: A minimum wage high schooler who doesn't care?
1: I guess. I don't know. I I guess I would at least be like, hey, you can't go in there, you know? I don't think we had one person go, hey, you can't go in there, you know? (laughs) I think that that would have at least added to the both comedy and the realism. (laughs) If they had one person be like, (laughs)
0: Anyway, Anyway. he tries to trade a ball in a ball pit for her bouncy ball. Yeah,
1: bad move.
0: And the child puts the ball in their mouth because Mm. that's what kids do. And he reaches up, like grabs their face to try and squish it back out so he can get the the Mm. bouncy ball. Yep. And that's when the parents, the mothers who are nearby, start uh, beating him with whatever they have. Their
1: purses. It's all They all have
0: purses yes. to and beat him with. So I believe this first person hits him, because motherly mm. instinct protects your child. Right. But then, again, he is a 6'5 bodybuilder, yeah. and everyone's, all these women are just, like, hitting him with wrapping paper to be like, oh, you get away from her! <laughs> And he runs away. No, I'm not a prophet.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm like, I just the oh. fact that they are all women. Like, there are there's not one man that's around there. Like, all the women are watching their children, and like, I don't know, the men are at. Foot Locker, I guess. Like, what's a sports store in there? I don't know.
0: Uh, I don't know what would have been around in 1995. I don't know.
1: Fishing World.
0: Yeah, Fishing World. <laughs> but also, apparently all the moms are taking their kids to the mall on Christmas Eve to hang out. I yeah, mean, which, again... I... I mean, actually, it would have a nice indoor amusement park. Like, you would go to Camp Snoopy... Because, yeah. you know, that's, you got a day off of school, let's go do something fun. It's right. cold out, it's winter in Minnesota. Yeah.
1: I don't think, I don't know about that playground. I don't know where that existed.
0: It existed, I think that would have been... I don't Well, remember I mean, it. right by the elevator, so that would be where we typically do Nintendo, so that would be on the... The Rotunda? Uh, yeah, it would have been in the Rotunda, the East Wing, I believe, is where that used to be.
1: I do not recall that at all. And I went there as a child.
0: Yes, I do not recall because I did not go there as a child.
1: I was there when it was Camp Snoopy. Yes. Anyway.
0: (laughs) Uh, We did skip over one thing where probably the worst age joke in the movie Uh, So, when Sinbad is attacked by the people trying to get his bouncy ball, there's, like, five people on top of him. Yeah. And he just shouts, Rodney King, Rodney Uh, King. Yeah. Which, was that funny at the time to be like, hey, this is like when those cops beat a black man almost to death? Yeah. (sighs) Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, that was... uh... that was cringy Um. anyway
0: Arnold has been removed so he doesn't have his chance at winning the turbo man and he happens across a Santa played by James I'm fancy now don't call me Jim Belushi oh
1: yeah
0: and the closest to a Minnesotan accent that we get in this movie. You
1: guys by James Belushi now?
0: He is no, he is James Belushi in this movie. Oh, okay. he would alternate like through the nineties. Like sometimes he was Jim Belushi, sometimes he was James Belushi. Uh, typically, when he wanted to be taken more seriously, he would go as James.
1: I get it. I've switched from Alex to Allie. Like,
0: yeah, yeah you know, names. You know, changed you know, yeah, like, especially know if... as an
1: actor, it can be difficult being like, well, what what sounds more professional? What sounds more thick? So I get that.
0: Yeah. And he's like, hey, I've got a turbo man and uh, he drives this Santa that he meets the mall to a location mm-hmm. to get this turbo man. And apparently mm-hmm. and so where they go is to Nicolette Island. Yep. So again, we've gone from Bloomington to just outside of downtown Minneapolis. It's kind of a long drive. It is. They've got 25 minutes.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, if there's any traffic. Right. Probably going to be a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, walking. Well,
1: especially on Christmas Eve, too. Yeah. And walking
0: mm-hmm. to your car yeah. in uh-huh. the parking lot of the MOA. Uh-huh. They would have had a lot of time to discuss what this purchase would be.
1: Right. Like how much it yeah. would cost
0: to buy it. Well. And apparently it doesn't come up. Yeah and they arrive and they there's go. a
1: very scary dog with like reindeer antlers on
0: it was very scary yeah and ellie and i used to live near nicolette island yes so yes we did i could not see the email in this film though i looked but it was not there
1: oh i didn't think to look but yeah Um, so then we get into this like warehouse type thing and it is this giant factory, I guess, with a a ton of
0: black market storage operations.
1: Yeah, it's a ton of Santas, which it doesn't have to be like, why is everybody dressed up as Santa? Yeah,
0: so I get the idea that the Santas at the malls are the salesmen that are telling the dads, hey, go here to get the toy. Right. Because they're the face. Yeah. But then, why are the people moving boxes around a warehouse dressed like Santa or elves or Mrs. Claus? Yeah,
1: it makes no sense. Like, they just... That's the apparent uniform, is that you have to dress like Santa or the elves or Mrs. Claus. Like... That just, yeah. It's clearly just for, like, humor's sake, but...
0: <laughs> it's clear that they started with Arnold fights a group of Santas. Yeah. And yep. then worked backwards.
1: Yeah. Yep. Um,
0: uh, he gets the Turbo Man. He pays 300 U.S. American dollars for it, and... He touches the talking belt and it's like, speaks in Spanish.
1: Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, it's a multilingual turbo man.
0: That Santa says. He reaches in to pull out the toy and it falls to pieces in front of him. So he's clearly
1: getting scammed.
0: Yes, it's a counterfeit toy that he's getting a scam. And he's like, I want my money back. And he pulls Santa's beard back and lets it go, which causes James Belushi to do two backflips and hit his head on a pole when he then says, get him, and then passes out.
1: Okay, but there's also a continuity issue with that because when he, he, so yeah, he pulls the beard back, but while he's talking to him at the mall, the beard kind of like droops as its yes. adhesive has come off. So, like, there is no consistent way that this beard is attached.
0: You hear that, producers of Jingle All the Way? You had a continuity error.
1: You did.
0: And a Santa brawl happens. Well, very first, we have someone do several front flips and then use uh, candy cane nunchucks
1: Mm -hmm. to intimidate mm
0: -hmm. uh, Arnold. And again, this is another situation. This is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yep. And everyone's like, I think I can take him. Yeah, yeah, we can take him. Uh, He fights a bunch of Santas, and then a big Santa shows up. So this is a classic move in action movies, where it's like he takes out a few of the small guys, and then the big guy shows Mm -hmm. up. And it's, you know, your Jaws from Moonraker or something, or James Bond. You have you typically would have an actor who's like 6'5 or 6'6 show up, and it's like, oh, he's like 6 inches taller than all these other guys, Mm. and he's so much taller than the hero. But this is Arnold Arnold Schwarzenegger. They have to get like a 7'6 guy. Right, that's
1: what I was thinking when this guy showed up. I was like, he's taller than Arnold Schwarzenegger. He must be like 7'5 or something like that. Yeah.
0: And the worst part about this, at this very moment, I was like, Wait a minute. 1996 Minnesota. You don't get Jesse the Body Ventura to show up as the other Santa.
1: Why is he really tall?
0: No. I mean, but I he's know he's Jesse the Body Ventura. I
1: know he's Jesse the Body Ventura, but like could he take on Arnold Schwarzenegger?
0: I mean, I would like to see that. <laughs> uh, I mean, they're both in Predator together. And he's going to be governor of this state in two years when this film is made. I believe he was elected in 98. I don't
1: know. Let me look that up.
0: Look it up, Bally. Look it up. I could hit pause and, like, fill time that way. Or you could just talk. Or I could just talk. Uh, So I'm going to steal a bit from We Hate Movies. And I'm going to do an impression of Jesse the Body Ventura. Oh, Arnold, I see you're doing that movie in Minnesota. I'm going to be governor there. I think maybe I could be the Santa for you. 1999
1: to 2003.
0: Okay, so he wouldn't be governor for another three years.
1: He's 70.
0: Yeah, a lot of people are old. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, Big Santa, who is taller than Arnold Schwarzenegger somehow.
0: And then the cops show up. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot one thing. So we have a karate Santa, we have a giant Santa, and we have a Vern Troyer Santa. Yes. I believe this was Vern Troyer's first film role.
1: Oh, was it actually Vern Troyer? Yes. Is okay. Vern
0: Troyer uh, jumps on Arnold's neck and like attacks him? And I believe I heard that somewhere. Uh, you can feel free to look that trivia up at home. Uh, but yeah. And then the cops show up, and they're arresting everyone, and they're getting all the evil Santas rounded up, and Arnold grabs a toy badge and pretends to be a cop and just claims to be this unknown detective. And these police hear him and are like, oh, clearly he outranks us. He has a badge that he showed us. And he's, ah, oh, I've been undercover for three years. I've been doing this, and you ruined everything. I've never seen police work this sloppy. Wait till the commissioner hears about this. And it's at this point where I'm like, if I were a cop, I would ask, do I know of any Austrian detectives on the force?
1: <laughs> okay, um, so just to backtrack, uh, his debut film was Baby's Day Out. And then Dunstan checks in, and then Jingle All the Way.
0: Okay, so it was his third so, movie. There
1: you go. Um, but yeah, I agree. I think that they accepted that he was one of them far too quickly.
0: Yeah, so which brings me to the point that all Arnold Schwarzenegger movies have the fundamental problem that they star Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> which means that from a story perspective, you have to just hand wave away the fact that your all-American hero has a thick Austrian accent. Yes. And this one compounds it by also being like, so yes, this all-American guy has a thick German-Austrian accent Uh and is also a 6'5 bodybuilder. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And that just pops up, like, these cops are like, just have to accept... No, I don't know of any 6'5 Austrian bodybuilders on the police force. I wouldn't know anyone that fits that description. Guess I'll go along with this.
1: Yeah. Uh, anyway, he it works. He even told me
0: I was his number one customer.
1: Uh, it works. Um, and Arnold, you know, gets away with it. And then we see him back in his car and his fuel runs out because he sucks at planning. Yep, like, he
0: runs out of gas on the Hennepin Bridge and he gets out and he starts pushing and he stops pushing when he's at Mickey's Diner in St. Paul. So again, <laughs> he has pushed his car from downtown Minneapolis to downtown St. Paul. Yes. Several miles mm-hmm, away.
1: Mhm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he calls um, his house on a payphone. He gets his son. And his son, um, very rightfully, is upset with him. Um, and Arnold, and he, like, talks about Turbo Man. Like, the kid talks about Turbo Man. I forgot in what uh, context. The,
0: he's like... You promised. You oh, said you'd be home. You promised. Right. And Turbo Man, Man says mm-hmm. when you make a promise, you should keep it. And then you... again, I'm not salty that they cast Jake Lloyd instead of me. Right. Oh.
1: <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> Ricky Boston. Um, so then Arnold is like, I don't want to hear any more about Turbo Man. Blah blah blah, and like goes on a rant about Turbo Man. Flawless
0: Arnold impression.
1: Thank you. Um. And just is kind of a jerk to his son, who, like, his son just wants him to, like, show up and be a dad. Um, But Arnold is like, put your mom on the phone. And the kid, like, just keeps telling him how much of a failure of a father he is, which he is. Um,
0: Then he drowns his sorrows in a cup of Mickey's coffee. Because we're just doing a diner scene. Yep. Because this was written in L.A., so they write diner scenes. Right. And, oh, the other citizen of the Twin Cities is there.
1: Right, Sinbad.
0: And, yeah, they rem- they talk together and talk about how they're both bad dads. And Sinbad's like, hey, I could have been a good dad. Or I grew up next to a kid Who got this toy i wanted for christmas and he grew up to be a billionaire and i'm a loser again like the post office is great they are an essential service for the u.s and they provide the ability to move something from one end of the country to the other for a tiny price
1: yeah also his entire hang-up with his dad his entire strained relationship has to do with the fact that he didn't get this toy Yes, Like, that's all he says is that he didn't get this toy and his life didn't turn out the way that this billionaire dude did. Which, by the way, correlation versus causation. Learn about it.
0: (laughs) And he says something like, "Uh, we have one day a year to prove that we're not screw-ups. And we screw it up. Which, again, birthdays exist. You got two days a year where you have to prove you're not a screw-up.
1: Why don't you have to prove that you're not a screw-up? Every day of the year. You're a father every day of the year.
0: No, you only have to buy your child a present twice a year. It's fine.
1: You have to do other things, though. Like show up for their karate class.
0: I guess you Um, have to show up to their karate thing when they're switching to a purple belt.
1: Also, is Mickey's Diner open Christmas Eve? I mean, probably. You think so?
0: I feel like Christmas Eve they're open at least, you know, half day. All right. Most things are open like half of Christmas Eve because it's only the evening that people I
1: suppose. typically are... Also, they slip alcohol into their coffee, so yeah. there's that too.
0: And we get a great shot of uh, Sinbad's talking about how his dad is the reason he's a loser, and then Arnold staring at Sinbad taking a drink from his... Uh, pocket whiskey, mm-hmm. and he sees Sinbad transform into Jake Lloyd wearing a postman's outfit oh, and yeah. drinking from right, a pocket yes. whiskey.
1: Right, because he didn't get the toy that yep. he wanted, so he's going to turn out to be oh no, a
0: postal service worker. And the radio comes in with our next plot point. And Martin Mull is on the radio telling us that if we're the first person who can name all of Santa's reindeer, that we get a Turbo Man.
1: Which is a terrible call-in contest, like... I
0: mean, really, you just want to be the first caller, yeah, which typically I suppose. you would be... The person like who the called in was, like, naming off the
1: Jackson 5, like... Yes, what that's are the you, part where it's, that's like... That's ridiculous. Um, but, yeah, so, obviously, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sinbad both go towards the only payphone in the diner. Arnold gets on the phone and is about to tell, like, the, tell Martin Mull what the eight reindeer name are. And then Sinbad rips the phone off the hook, so Arnold can't, um, say the names. And then the uh, diner owner, who seems fine with the fact that his uh, phone was ripped off the hook and they, like, fell back onto the table and probably smashed a bunch of other things. Yep. He's like, hey, the radio station's just two blocks down that way. You can down just... Down Wabasha. Down Wabasha, that's right, which is an actual street. Yep. Uh, and that's but,
0: actually where 92 KQRS is.
1: Well, there you go. Um, and so they rush down to 92 KQRS, but apparently the diner owner like doesn't care that all this stuff was damaged. And then he also
0: doesn't care that they run out of his diner without paying for their coffee.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Which, I mean, it was like two bucks. But still. But still. The principal.
1: Yeah, he's there. He's working on Christmas Eve. He could be doing other things.
0: Arnold's running down the street saying the names of the reindeer. And Sinbad is trying to run. But he's slower. And so he's throwing presents out of his postal bag to try and ease up the weight. Because we need Arnold to get there first for the next scene to make sense. But we haven't figured out a good way for. Sinbad to be delayed.
1: Where did Sinbad's truck go? Do we know?
0: Uh, We don't know.
1: Oh, okay. It's well, somewhere. Alright, it's somewhere.
0: And they show up to 92 KQRS and it, we see Martin Mull and he's like...
1: And by this time, I can't imagine at this point that no one has been the first to name all the eight reindeer.
0: Yes, they've had several callers at this point, clearly. Yeah. And Arnold starts banging on the door or on the glass and is like hey i know the reindeer
1: You're not doing the accent.
0: Uh Das ist das Enterprise fixing Coverküber with a Blitzen. I did I was the first one. I get the Turbo man. And Martin Mull Acting as the only rational human in this entire movie, calls 911 mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when the 6'5 Austrian man mm-hmm. starts shouting Santa's reindeer at him while he's trying to play some Christmas tunes.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Arnold breaks the glass.
0: Uh, Sinbad shows up immediately after, mm-hmm. and Martin Mull's like, Oh, there's a mix up. I don't have a Turbo Man toy, I've got this gift card for a Turbo Man.
1: Mm-hmm. Gift certificate. Yes, they don't have gift cards. In yes, a people. gift
0: certificate. When uh, Sinbad is like before this, actually, before he says it's just a gift certificate, Sinbad's like, "See this box? It's a homemade bomb." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Oh, people are always sending bombs in the mail, and I kept one one time, and just, in case I ever need to in use case. it." So you better give it to me or I'll Mm. blow us up.
1: And he's like waving it around wildly and like shaking it up and everything and like talking about how he has this bomb.
0: And he drops it. And then we hear some music playing. So uh, Arnold uh, commits a federal offense and opens someone else's mail and sees that it's just a music box. That
1: didn't break.
0: No. So like, hey, lucky that.
1: Mm, Well made music box.
0: And Sinbad's like, oh, uh, don't get so angry, fellas. And that's when we learned that it's just a uh, card for or a
1: gift certificate, gift
0: certificate mm-hmm. for a Turbo Man.
1: And then we see baby blue police cars, which are much cuter than the police cars that we have now. Even though, like, they're still police cars.
0: Yes, and again, the time for response for these police to show up to... like There is a downtown police station. They are within five blocks of KQRS, Mm -hmm. and they take four minutes or something to get
1: there? I mean, I don't think that's out of the ordinary, TBH.
0: Yes, which... I mean, you can't expect police to be there within five minutes, typically. But when you're downtown, you think that they're going to be fairly close by.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) ACAB. And they make jokes about the postman because it's the 90s. Uh, And... Then the cops show up, and Sinbad pulls the same gag again. He mm-hmm. grabs a gift, and he's like,
1: I got a bomb!
0: I got a homemade bomb! Everyone, drop it! And all of the uh, Minnesota police don't shoot the armed black man, mm-hmm. and instead are like, Nope, we'll all set our guns down.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: And Arnold tries to sneak out the back, and he gets stopped by that same cop who's been hounding him this whole time.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and they all, like, everybody puts their guns down, and, yeah, Arnold and Sinbad get out, and then you hear an explosion. Well, the well, cop
0: who's been hounding Arnold yes. is like, I used to be on the bomb squad, boys. Oh, that's right, yeah. And he picks it up and smells he's it, and he's listens like, to it. this is a fake. And he, when he tears the paper, so he picks it up and he sniffs it and he shakes it and then when he tears the paper just so slightly mm-hmm. it explodes
1: maybe it's made of that like flame paper that mu- magicians use oh well, i
0: wouldn't know about but that i don't not... know any magician secrets <laughs> i am not now nor have i ever been privy to any magician secrets <laughs> nor have i ever revealed them to anyone.
1: okay um, but and yes, yeah.
0: very cartoon bomb. Mm-hmm. Like we see outside, we see this flash of light and then we mm-hmm. cut back inside. He has gunpowder, black right. face, his yes. hair is sticking up. Yeah, The ceiling mm-hmm. is destroyed behind Everyone him. else
1: is fine. Everyone else is
0: completely fine. There's yep. like some smoke around it. Right. It's very Daffy Duck sticking his finger yes. in a gun. Yeah.
1: yeah, That wasn't actually a very dangerous bomb if that could be even considered a bomb.
0: Yeah, I mean, it exploded technically, but...
1: And, like, the yeah. guy holding it, like, fell over, but... Uh, yes, yeah, as
0: if shocked. Yeah, I don't you know, think he Mantis. died
1: from it, so... Meh. Um. So, yeah,
0: he heads back home to uh, be like, Ah, oh, I couldn't get... It. Well, he... Actually, he goes to his car... Mm-hmm. And he sees that people have stripped of her for parts and written Mary Xmas on the windshield. And he proceeds to get towed home uh, by Dakota Towing. And Dakota County is located south of St. Paul. Mm-hmm. So that's like the. Uh, south yeah, St. Paul, Paul is Ramsey County. Yeah. So he then gets towed to the southwest suburbs. Mm hmm. And, again, the geography, very messed up. hmm And he ends up uh, back home and he sees his, he sees Ted putting the star on the Christmas tree. Ah, oh, yes, the star. And that's the last straw for him. Mm-hmm. That's when he remembers, why, I've got that present wrapped up under my tree right now. Bought a months ago. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, I'm doing this. I'm going to be the worst person in the world.
1: Mm -hmm. I'm going to steal from a kid.
0: And he breaks into Ted's house to steal. Oh, forgot one little thing earlier. Apparently, uh, Ted's child named the reindeer Ted because he loves his dad. So when Jake Lloyd is on the phone with his dad, Mm -hmm. he's like, and Arnold's like, Where's your mother? He's like, she's over at Ted's house petting Ted.
1: And then he's like, oh, pet, what? Um.
0: But yes, yeah, so he breaks into Ted's house to mm-hmm, steal the Turbo Man mm-hmm, toy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And apparently Ted wrapped Turbo Man in turbo man wrapping paper
1: what a surprise why are you doing that? why would you do that don't do that you
0: use generic wrapping paper yeah or you use turbo man wrapping paper for everything you don't have special wrapping paper for just this toy
1: right that's ruining the surprise
0: and then arnold realizes wait i am stealing a present from a child i am the bad guy so he goes to put it back mm-hmm. when Ted the reindeer sees him and charges at him.
1: Yes, throughout the entire house, smashing things, and including Balthazar, yes. the, one of the uh, nativity people.
0: Yes, one of the magi.
1: Right, sure. <laughs> um, and Balthazar's head goes into the fireplace and then... Um,
0: they knock over they a Santa into the tree. knock over a
1: Santa into the tree. And then the smoke alarm goes off. So Arnold sees that the head is in the fireplace. So he kicks it out onto the rug, which is a great idea. Um, tries to stamp out the fire in on the rug. Doesn't work. And then he kicks the um, head out into, or out the window towards the carolers that are outside, which are all bedecked in, like caroler costumes which i have never seen in my life No, like
0: they went to the guthrie and were like hey we need your christmas carol costumes that we know you're using but we need them so we can stand outside in the suburbs in a cul-de-sac and carol for two people
1: yeah even when i was in the madrigal singers like we had specific places that we like nursing homes or things like that where we would go and carol for a specific amount of time, and we didn't look like that. We were, like, all dressed up in, like, I don't know, like, lords and ladies and things like that.
0: So, yes. Yeah. And I will say, Arnold is to blame for breaking into this home. Yes. And for letting the reindeer in, kind of, because the reindeer charged at him into the house. Mm -hmm. So the damage that the reindeer does kind of on him... Also on Ted for not having a pen or a stake to hold the wild animal. Or just getting
1: the reindeer in general.
0: Yes. Uh, But the fact that there's a fire and that he then has to kick a flaming head out a window, breaking the window, that's on Ted. Because he left a fire going in his fireplace when he went next door to hit on his neighbor's wife.
1: Right, yeah. Don't leave the fire burning. Um, Okay, so then...
0: We get the best line in the movie when...
1: uh, Is this you can't bench press your way out of this? Does he say anything about bench pressing the entire movie? No. Okay.
0: But again, he is Arnold Schwarzenegger.
1: Right. Yes. But it has nothing to do with anything in the rest of the movie.
0: No. But it is the only time that they acknowledge you are a six foot five Austrian bodybuilder. Okay. Like, clearly you spend a lot of time lifting things, lifting weights, focusing on your body. So you can't bench press your way out of this one is a great thing to say to Arnold. To be like, hey, you can't body build your way out of this problem.
1: Yeah, I guess it's just kind of like a wink to the audience rather than like something that...
0: Yes, uh, there's nothing in the character right. that it applies to. It yeah. only applies to Arnold the actor.
1: Yeah. Um, And
0: yes, so they decide to go to, uh, the, so Ted and Rita Wilson are going to take their kids to the winter, the wintertainment parade. Yes,
1: wintertainment.
0: And, uh, the reindeer breaks out of the room that Arnold put it in and I was like, you picked the wrong day and then punches a reindeer in Mm -hmm. the face Mm -hmm. and knocks it out. And then
1: gives it a bunch of alcohol.
0: Yep. Gives it grain belt.
1: Gives it grain belt. Lots, lots of beer, like two beers or something like that. And it I mean, it was already drinking out of the bowl. So like that could be water or it could also be just like Arnold, just like dumping a bunch of grain belt in there.
0: Yes. And then the animatronic reindeer burps.
1: A couple times.
0: Yep. But again, grain belt, the most Minnesotan part of this movie
1: I, I don't know that I would say the most Minnesota part. But anyway.
0: We go to the Wintertainment Parade yes. and...
1: weird characters. There is Gumby and Raggedy Ann slash Madeline. I don't know which one it was. It was Raggedy Ann. Raggedy Ann. And then there's Cat in the Hat and... Paddington. 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 Sonic
0: the Hedgehog.
1: Sonic the Hedgehog. Paddington is delightful, though. Yes. Um.
0: And Rita Wilson and... Uh, Phil Hartman.
1: Phil
0: Hartman, thank you. Mm -hmm. They show up in their Dodge Chrysler minivan and uh, they're like, ah, we're right at the barrier. We can't go through any further. Ah, because we're at the parade. And the kids are like, ah, the parade started. Hey, there's our friend. Can we stand with him? They're like, okay. And at this point, Rita Wilson decides to not get out of the car and make sure her six-year-old child is safe. Yeah, I don't know why she didn't get out of the car instead she stays in the car that's about to just go be parked with her neighbor driving it.
1: Right, which I don't know how they're going to find parking if they're right up against the barrier. It's busy. Yes, because like, they
0: have to reverse now. Right, yeah. And pull a U-turn. Mm-hmm.
1: Which you're not going to do that in downtown. You're just stuck.
0: Especially when there's a parade.
1: Right, yeah. No, you're stuck there. Like, you should have parked, like, I don't know, blocks away. Um, if you're lucky. But yeah, Rita Wilson doesn't get out of the car like she should. There's no reason for her to stay in the car with Phil Hartman. Um, especially since he has established that he has no sense of boundaries. But to be fair, like, not really to be fair, but Rita Wilson hasn't really set many boundaries other than just, like, looks. like And eh. the fact
0: that she's married. Well, yes. Like, he knows that she's married, so... Yeah, he's making a lot of weird statements, Yeah, but it all falls kind of within the, you know I'm married, right?
1: Right, yeah, but she hasn't said that either. Yes. She
0: hasn't said anything to dissuade him, Yeah, but also she hasn't said anything to encourage him.
1: Oh, yeah, no, she has never tried to encourage him or uh, anything and like And they
0: that. park, and he's like... Uh, here, have some delicious non-alcoholic eggnog, and then makes a pass at her. And Arnold sees them because he shows up all of a sudden. Uh I believe she slaps him. She
1: conks him over the head with the eggnog jar. Yes. Sorry. Um, thermos. Um, and then his glasses are bent all weird, which I don't think they would bend like that nope. if they were actually if he was actually. And he's got on eggnog
0: him. on his face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you
1: got egg on, eggnog on his face. <laughs> also, he says that he taught her that all you need for uh, ahi tuna is Italian dressing. And as a lover of ahi tuna, I think that sounds absolutely disgusting.
0: Yes, that sounds like the worst way to marinate ahi that tuna. That
1: horrible.
0: But, again, as a Minnesotan, he's not going to know how to prepare tuna. That's a saltwater fish.
1: Yeah, that's true. But, yeah, that just made me sad because I love ah-you tuna.
0: Yes. Uh, so Arnold, he's starts moving, and he runs once again into the only cop in the entire Twin Cities mm-hmm. who is back on the job, but he has bandaged hands because of that bomb that he was holding Mm. And Arnold bumps into him, and the hot cough, hot chocolate that the guy's holding spills on him, so he gets burned even more. Oh no! And he starts chasing Arnold around. Arnold ducks into a back, into a random door, mm. and is hiding. When he's grabbed by these like five guys, and they're like, oh, "Are you the guy? Thank God you're here!" Mm-hmm. And they all start. Ripping off his clothes and start putting new clothes on, and mm-hmm. there's a guy talking fast at him and be like, Don't worry, the last guy they found that he still got brain activity, so that's, well, that's good. a good
1: sign. Um, and then there's a guy in like a fuzzy pink outfit, and then he's like, Took you long enough. There's or not just like a that. guy,
0: it's Booger from Revenge of the Nerds.
1: I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh so yeah Arnold continues to fail upwards not deserving and he anything. Comes up this, uh
0: they have the pneumatic lift mm-hmm. and he rises on this float because that somehow makes sense that he went in a first floor building and then goes up an elevator and now he's on street level on a float. Right. Anyway Mm-hmm. He's wearing the Turbo Man outfit. He's yeah. Turbo Man in the parade because we've been hearing that Turbo Man's going to be there.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, all the kids are like, woo, Turbo Man,
0: blah, 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 Booger keeps yelling at him to do his job to be like, wave, you guy, moron.
1: Mm-hmm. And then Turbo Man is supposed to pick a kid. Um, to receive this special edition. Is it special edition or is yes, it just a, like a Turbo It's a special Man.
0: Turbo Man toy. Because okay. Turbo Man is, looks like it's a 12 to 14 inch figure. Okay, this is yeah, like so a, it's bigger. It's like an 18 to 20 inch.
1: Yeah, so it's like a special edition Turbo Man. Turbo Man, a.k.a. Arnold, has to pick someone in the crowd to receive it. Obviously, he picks his and son. And he starts doing the
0: Turbo Man salute. So apparently, he doesn't pay any attention to his child and knows nothing about him. But he does know that Turbo Man salutes with two fingers like that.
1: I mean, did Turbo Man do that? Yes,
0: in the cartoon or the uh, original opening scene, uh, Turbo Man salutes like that. So apparently, Arnold saw that. Clearly, I wasn't paying but attention. But didn't know that his kid wants a Turbo Man,
1: um, well. or that
0: it's sold out. Uh, anyway, and he's—I have to give it to someone—he points at his child, and they're like, and earlier they're like and we've got the voice modulator in your microphone so you just need to speak and it'll take it to the right pitch and it modulates his voice so it's completely unrecognizable and he just says jimmy Uh, i wanted to go to jimmy uh, oh that is some lovely peaking you are welcome listeners oh i'm sorry no, that um, is entirely on me having to cute. scream when I do jb
1: Okay. Um so then yeah, we Jamie let a comes child up. climb onto it float. We let a child a climb onto the float. Um also booster like falls off or something. Uh, he, is that when Dr. Dement... So yes.
0: Uh Sinbad shows up and has Tied up the actor who's going to play the villain and has stolen his costume. Yes. hmm And then he's going to steal the toy from a child. hmm And he punches Booster off and is like, no one likes you, Booster.
1: And then all the kids beat him
0: up. Because they're like, yeah, we don't like Booster, so we're going to attack him. And again, this is some magnificent animatronic work, if it were real, because... Apparently, the actor inside is able to blink and react and the mouth moves and the eyes blink. Yeah. And, yes, so this toy company is spending their money in the wrong place because they have apparently developed amazing tech and instead are selling toys.
1: Yeah. I feel bad for Booster.
0: And um. he... Uh, Sinbad attacks Arnold with his magical fist that literally removes his hand and shoots a rocket fist at him.
1: Yeah, none of these, like, weapons should be part of this costume. Like, this should not be happening. Like, he shouldn't be able to shoot, like, the stars out of his hand. Like, or he Like, he could the...
0: be able to launch his glove, but not his actual hand.
1: Right, yeah.
0: And then... Arnold starts throwing some, like, discs out, which, like, yeah, you can have Nerf discs or whatever, but they seem to be actual metal or something.
1: Right, yeah. He shouldn't have actual weapons.
0: Uh, and then we get Chekhov's karate, and Jake Lloyd kicks Sinbad in the crotch. Mm
1: -hmm, mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: And runs away, because he's got to run away from this guy who's trying to steal his toy.
1: Also, he's got this giant toy in his backpack, and nobody is trying to take it from him. Like I feel like if this is such an in-demand toy, like some jerk in the crowd would be like, "Mom, I'm going to take it," you know? Yeah.
0: Uh but by the same token, no one tries to stop the uh adult chasing the child to be like, "Give me that toy." Yeah. And it was just like, "Oh, what fun."
1: Yeah, that's true. Well, they think it's all part of the act though, too. So, I don't know.
0: Like I've seen some Impressive performances that like blend what's real and what's not. I think as soon as a child starts climbing a fire escape ladder chased by an adult, it's
1: like like, I don't think that's yeah.
0: And all of the minions show up, so Arnold has to fight them. Mm -hmm.
1: Those are actors who are
0: you know, thinking they are doing choreography,
1: Mm -hmm. and
0: they even say, "Don't you know the choreography?"
1: Yep. Mm -hmm. So they
0: are the only ones that all accept. Attacking Arnold Schwarzenegger and thinking they can beat him in a fight.
1: Right. Yes.
0: And um, then Arnold has to fly up to go to his child to save him, mm-hmm. and has a working jetpack
1: again on
0: his fake costume. Yep.
1: Again, no. There, toy. There's no. He should not have that. It should not work. At least not like that. If it were, like, a thing where he, like, hovers a little bit above the ground, then, like, okay, I guess.
0: It was, like, a push this button and the ropes will bring you up. Yeah. And, like, has just smoke or whatever. Right. Right. Because they've just completely gone outside the bounds of reality right. for this at yes. this point. Yes. And absolutely. then he's flying all across the Minneapolis skyline. With
1: a really good green screen.
0: And he manages to fly through glass. hmm And disrupts a family's christmas eve dinner Mm -hmm. which again this is the longest day in the world yes yes it it has been full brightness this entire movie Mm -hmm. it started at like 7 or 8 a.m and was fully bright it's now a evening parade Mm -hmm. it's like six o'clock and it's two days after the shortest day of the year in minneapolis Mm -hmm. and it's still bright as heck yep and he can fly through glass no problem But he flies towards Brick, and then his head just hits it. And apparently his body is strong enough that the jetpack just, like, woodpeckers him against the Brick instead of him dying instantly. Yeah.
1: Also, he couldn't, like, steer. Yes,
0: because it's a jetpack, and he has no idea what he's doing.
1: I mean, wouldn't you just... I don't know. I feel like you would kind of get the sense of, like, how to kind of, yeah. wouldn't you instinctually? From what I understand, the
0: sort of jetpacks that do exist um, it's A, they have about one minute of flight time max. Right. And B, it's apparently like trying to balance on um, a ball that's resting on top of a second ball floating in water.
1: Wow, okay.
0: It is incredibly difficult to fly.
1: Alright, well I was wrong then.
0: Uh, Sinbad has chased Jamie up to the top of a building It's mm-hmm. like, give me that doll. Mm-hmm. And Jamie's like, no! And climbs a fake tree that's mm-hmm. like decorations. Mm-hmm. And Sinbad follows the child up and the tree falls over and it's dangling. So Sinbad's holding by one hand, 50 feet above the ground, and is still trying to steal a toy from a child.
1: And there's no, like... First responders, there's no fire department, like, the police officers The police aren't... are there. Yeah, they're there, because but Because there not... is a
0: float where there was a, uh, someone doing flips on a trampoline in the right. parade. Right,
1: yeah. But they're not, like, doing anything... Yes. They're not, like, concerned about, you know, the child, like, 50 feet above and dangling, so, yeah.
0: And Sinbad grabs the toy and then falls... And he lands on a giant present, and that breaks his fall, I guess. And again, this float has a trampoline on it. And they don't have him fall on the trampoline. I don't don't know. know. Uh, know. And all the cops pull their guns on him and are like, freeze! And including the one cop with the burnt hands. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then Jake Lloyd falls, and luckily Arnold Schwarzenegger is wearing a working jetpack... And he is able to finally control it and manages to fly and catch the child and save his life. Yep. And... Yes, so And then Jake Lloyd
1: is like, ah, I wish my dad was here to see me fly.
0: And Arnold delivers Jake Lloyd to Rita Wilson, Mm -hmm. and apparently Rita Wilson can't recognize her husband. Right?! Even like, though he's the, a 6'5 face, Austrian bodybuilder with a gap, too. The voice,
1: too. like, every, like, I understand the kid not recognizing just because they're yeah, so like, caught up in, yeah, kids are dumb. And he's so caught up in, like, Turbo Man and blah, 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 blah. But, like, you would recognize your husband if they, especially if they were a 6'5 Austrian
0: So, yeah, I'm just going to take a brief moment to tell a childhood story. So when I was a kid, we would go to our grandparents' house um, Mm on Christmas Eve. We had open presents, and my grandpa, uh, my grandpa Woody would leave briefly because he just had something to do upstairs, and then Santa would show up. And every year, Grandpa Woody was gone out of the room when Santa showed up. And then Santa would leave. And then Grandpa would even come back and we'd all be like, Grandpa, you just missed him again. You missed Santa. This is like the fourth year in a row. Anyway, kids are dumb.
1: Yeah, with me, it was like a different uncle every year. Like they would go out to like get beer and then Santa would come and then Santa would leave and then that uncle would come back.
0: But see, you're from Wisconsin, so an uncle leaving to go grab beer is incredibly believable. Right. And the fact that they are gone for a long time is like, well, I mean, they got to get beer.
1: Yeah, right.
0: He's like, ah, this is. He takes off the helmet. And he's like, I'll tell you what, Jamie, he is here. Uh mm-hmm. huh. And Jamie gets the best president of all—that his dad pretended to be Turbo Man. And
1: it's so unearned. Like this was all an accident. Like he didn't he didn't know how to use the he jet didn't pack. He didn't sacrifice anything. He did not sacrifice anything. He just stumbled on to all of these happy accidents and then l- looked like the hero when in reality he's still not a good parent.
0: And then uh, the cop shows up and is like, hey little boy I think this is yours and hands him the toy that mm-hmm. Sinbad stole.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then Arnold turns around and is like Thanks, officer. Sorry about the bike and the bomb and the coffee. And the cop's just like, oh, well, you're wearing a superhero suit. I can't arrest you. Oh, well.
1: Well, he also tries to recruit Turbo Man for the police office. They're like, for anytime the police department, you department.
0: help out Turbo Man.
1: Like at best, like if it were an actor in the suit, like it would be an actor who does his own stunts. So it's like you're trying to recruit an actor for the police department. Yeah. That's ridiculous. And
0: Sinbad's getting hauled away and Jake Lloyd's like, here, you can have this. And Sinbad's like, thanks, I'll give this to my kid and it'll make him so happy. Even though Sinbad's about to go to jail for a long time.
1: Yeah, that's he true. Has
0: uh he has called it a bomb threat for police. He has bombed yeah. the police. Yep. He has assaulted someone, stolen their clothes, mm-hmm. chased and endangered a child mm-hmm. and robbed many things. He's
1: assaulted many people. Yes. At this he point. is
0: going to prison.
1: Yeah. And he was probably using the mail truck for, you know, purposes yes. that he wasn't supposed to.
0: So Uh, Sinbad was not the first choice to play this role. It was originally intended for Joe Pesci. Oh. And with that in mind, it's like, yeah, all of these sound, all these lines sound much better coming out of Joe Pesci than Sinbad.
1: Yeah, I could see that.
0: He can sell an angry, like, fast-talking guy better Mm -hmm. than Sinbad can. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, I could definitely see Joe Pesci.
0: Uh... So yeah, Uh, Arnold's like, "Hey, happy ending for all, I guess. Mm -hmm. I didn't actually do anything. I didn't do the one thing I was supposed to do, but I'm a redemption arc. He didn't deserve. My wife loves me again, I guess. And then the movie just ends, and we're out of there. Yep, that's it. And it's like, you need to give up something Mm -hmm. to have your redemption, like." It should have been something along the lines of him and Sinbad fighting over the toy Mm -hmm. and about to fall. And then him realizing, no, give up the toy for your son. Like, Mm -hmm. save your kid. Don't worry about the toy. Right. Very obvious. Very cliche.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: But it's like, you need to sacrifice something To show that you've changed.
1: Or, like, maybe there's something going on, like, after Christmas that, you know, um, Jamie is going for his whatever belt. Green belt. And, like, Arnold is supposed to be at work, but he says, no, I'm gonna go to... Yeah,
0: we do a brief epilogue, and we show... We have, like, three months later, mm -hmm. and we hear... yeah. Yeah! And we fade in on karate kids doing karate. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jamie's looking around. He doesn't see his dad in the audience. And he's about to karate chop the board to get his green belt. And then he doesn't see his dad and he's upset. But then he looks and his dad's the one holding the board. Because his dad's Aww, supporting him. Aww,
1: that would be cute. It wouldn't make sense because, like,. Arnold would have to be, like, the instructor or something like that for that to yeah. happen. But.
0: Or have the instructor just standing next to him to yeah. be like, See, he's supporting his kid now. He that came w- early. That
1: would be cute, even though I don't think the logistics would And
0: then you hard, also so. show Phil Hartman in, like, a neck collar or something. Watching yeah, his kid. I don't know what yeah. he would show some comeuppance for his misdeeds. We
1: should rewrite the ending to this.
0: Yeah. Okay. So we are going to fix
1: <laughs> Jingle All the Way. I
0: don't All want to way. do that. I don't want don't to. Don't make travel me do back that. To I have ADHD. I will
1: not figure. I will not finish this.
0: <laughs> we are going to fix Jingle All of A, the nineteen ninety six holiday classic. We're gonna cast a young up and coming actor from South Dakota to play the Jake Lloyd part. <laughs>
1: Is this young actor's name Ricky Boston?
0: You know, you were going to... Was he a class
1: president?
0: He has the chops, is what I'm saying. (laughs) He has the technical know-how. He has the right look and the right voice.
1: (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Okay, so this movie is entertaining.
0: Uh I laughed at a few moments, mostly at Phil Hartman parts. Yeah. It's fun to do Arnold voices. It is. And it's only Even though I'm not very good at it. Sounds almost like a Mighty Warrior.
1: (laughs) No, because Mighty Warriors talk like these.
0: (laughs) It's true. Yes, much more Nordic.
1: We babysit Norwegian forest cats sometimes.
0: It's true. Anyway. uh, Ah... I would say with a cup of adult eggnog, this is a fun watch. Yeah. Like, it's easy to tune out. There's Mm -hmm. nothing too hard to follow. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it's fun to do Arnold Schwarzenegger impressions.
1: (laughs) Even if you're not good at them.
0: (laughs) Especially if you're not good at them.
1: (laughs) Alright, so, So king of our ratings.
0: Yeah, I give this, uh... I have this four Turbo Man dolls out of five uh, booster dolls.
1: Oh, okay. Is that good? Sure. Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you for listening. I am Allie. And I'm Rick. And this is... 30 below with Rick and Allie.
0: Make sure you like and subscribe. Make sure to tell people about it and reach out to us. If you want to request any upcoming episodes, you can find me on Twitter at Rick Oh,
1: we're doing that. Why uh, not? you can find me on Twitter and, uh, Instagram at Miss Allie Daniels and on TikTok. As Girl Called Alex.
0: That's where the good stuff is.
1: It's not. I'm not good at TikTok. Don't follow me. Twitter's where
0: you (laughs) go for the mid-tier content, but the good stuff's on TikTok.
1: Mm, I'm much better on Twitter. You'd be better (laughs) off following me on Twitter.
0: Thanks for listening.
1: Bye.